Good afternoon and welcome to Talking Trade with On The Tools. My name's Andy. Thanks so much for joining me. Um, hopefully you're sat in your van with your feet up on the dashboard and eating your sandwiches or whatever you're bringing to work these days. So you can get those little pots, can't you, with those little thermos pots you can bring stewing. So uh, your mate's probably looking at you a little bit jealous if you've got one of them. Um, today we're going to be talking about like, cash, you know, not working in cash because that's dead against HMRC rules, isn't it? Um, we're going to be talking about money and, and how do we, sometimes we struggle because I, I want to do this subject because um, recently something's happened where I've had to have like four or five weeks off because um, I'm a self-employed electrician. And um, so now I'm really stressing about the tax thing that's coming in January because I've lost a lot of money because I've had to be down because my mum was rushed in the hospital. So I've, I've been down in Bath for a long time. So I, wa I want to know a few things from you watching this. We've got some brilliant guests that are going to help us along with this subject. Uh, mainly have you ever had to have a lot of time off of work if you're, if you're self-employed or you're a subby for someone? Have you had to have a lot of time off and has that caused you a lot of problems because you, you haven't been able to invoice or have, have you got some sort of insurance or have you got some sort of system, a little backup just in case that type of thing? I haven't and this completely scared me to death if, um, if I was to do anything. So have you ever injured yourself, broken your leg? Because we're always doing stuff on climbing the ladders, things aren't in falling over. So have you injured yourself? Um, what did you do? Some other things I want to know about in construction with, with money is how do you deal with customers that don't pay in time? Because some customers are absolutely terrible, aren't they? And if you work for a big contractor, what are they like at paying? How do you get money out of people that haven't paid you? And what are your terms and stuff on your invoices? Also, have you got anything put back for pensions? Have you got a pension going on? Because I haven't even got a pension. Someone said I was crazy the other day for having a pension, not for having a pension, but I just can't, can't afford it at the moment. So have you got a pension? All those things that we want to talk about today to do with money in construction and cash flow problems. How do you deal with it? Please put all your stuff in your comments or if you've got any stories that you've had in the past, stuff that we've struggled with money because it um, always gets a bit worrying this time of year at Christmas. So we're going to look, get my first guest in. We're going to be all on together, but we'll into, um, introduce them one by one. My first guest is uh, Martin from Cole Scaffold. In. He should be there, right there. Hey, Mark. How are you? All right? Yeah, good, thanks. Thanks ever so much for joining me, buddy. Got your bike in the background there by the looks of it. Yeah, nowhere else to put it. <laughs> not delivering your scaffolding tubes on the, on the side of the uh, rally chopper there. No, not yet. If the fuel keeps on going up, I may have to. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Like, well, I don't know what it is where you are. It's like £1.52 where we are at the moment for diesel. Yeah, it's around that sort of mark. Yeah, it's quite, quite yeah. scary, really. Yeah, it's scary, mate. And we, we know you uh, quite well because you've got the, the famous Todd working for you. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's doing really well, thank you. Yeah. It's his day off today, so he's chilling. That was it. <laughs> Good man. I hope you're watching, Todd. Um, thank you, Mark. So my next guest is Darren, Darren Clifford, who's a chippy. And um, he's got a... How are you doing, mate? Hi, oh, not too bad, thank you. As you can see, I'm on site now. He's, he's uh, working as he's talking on the, online. No, I'm, I'm, ju I'm just going to come and sit on, the, sit on the edge of the building now and take a bit of time out and, and have a chat. And say hello. Yeah, you, you, are, you have a respite. Where, where about you, where about your base? What are you working on? Um, I'm in central London at the moment, uh, working on a roof. Um, but I'm based in South End in Essex, but we, we sort of travel everywhere, really. There's not many places we don't go to. Uh, okay. Oh, all right. Is it, is it? It looks all right. The weather there is not raining today, is it? It's not raining. It's actually. I mean, I'm in a t-shirt. Obviously, my high vis to be safe. But yes, yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah, it's quite nice. Because <laughs> it's inside me. Right, all sorts of things falling down. Yeah, save that thing about the fall on your head. Darren, thanks for joining exactly. us, mate. And uh, my, my final my guest is uh, James James Bateman, who's a bricklayer. Hello, James. Hello. You all right? Hello. Yeah, hello, buddy. Well, you, you look like you're in a hello. trench. 
I'm having a tantrum. Building a retaining wall at the minute. Oh, good man. Look at that. Come on, some bricks in there. Uh, Whereabouts where are you, James? I'm from... Uh, um, I'm in Smethwick at the minute, but I'm from Hal's Owen. Oh, well, that's not right. too far from where you are in Birmingham. Yeah, bloody I'm on, I'm on, he's put on. So we're talking about money, guys, and um, we're talking about someone's got a funny, a funny noise there going on in the background. I'm sure someone's microphone. But I know some of you have got some stories about uh, what to happen. Someone's got a funny sign there, I think. That's it, it's gone now. Um, I, know, I know in particular Darren has, but first of all, I want to talk about customers and, and customers that um, don't pay on time. Has that happened to you a lot, Martin? Do you get customers that have held on their payments? We've had a few, to be honest, and uh, it's got worse with COVID because they all blame it on we're struggling through COVID. Um, but yeah, we've we've contacted a, a, cust- uh, a collection agency to try and get our money back basically and how's that going what, what is it in progress at the moment or did it work yeah yeah it's, it's an ongoing battle isn't it so. oh, sounds like there's a robot trying to uh, enter the building now huh? i don't know that's is that, i reckon that might be um is that your phone james i'm sure someone's making a funny no he's muted at the moment maybe it's darren but uh yeah, we can mute that. That's okay. So, so someone's hammer, is it a lot of money that they owe you, Mark? Well, any money's money, isn't it? So it's yeah. quite a substantial amount, which is never good. And how long have you been waiting for that money to be paid? Uh, since September 2020. So it's quite oh, a lot. God. Yeah, it's an ongoing. Okay, so, so you tried the usual way of contacting them and say you owe us this and owe us that and. Have they been in contact with you or are they just giving you the coach order? Well, they just basically said from day one that we can't pay due to COVID. So, which obviously we're all in the same boat uh, with the COVID situation, but we still manage to pay our bills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, some of us think like that, don't they? What about you, Darren? You ever had any problem with customers paying you at all or not paying on time? Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Very much so, unfortunately, especially as... as, uh, Right, I'm just saying in the past year, the excuses for the COVID and things like that. Uh, luckily enough, a lot of our work is contract work. So we're not quite okay. as um, restricted with payments. They're normally pretty good, even though we have to wait 30 to 60, sometimes 90 days for our money, which obviously gives you a bad cash flow. Um, it makes cash flow very, very tight. And by the time you get the money in, you've got to pay it all back out again. So you've not really got anywhere. You've never really got ahead, really. Yeah. 90 days, that's a, that's a killer, isn't it? Yeah, so, so, so Dara, the, the people that haven't paid you on time, what, what action have you taken? How did you get them to pay in the end? What, any sort of tips you can give the guys watching that they could yeah. do? do? Do you know one of the best tips? Phone their wife at home and harass their wife because they get so fed up with you phoning that the wife gives them so much grief in is that, for God's sake, pay that man and stop them from phoning me. And I've actually done that and it has worked. <laughs> Okay. Or a skip driver that I know who um, was owed a lot of money for a lot of skips. He was owed thousands of pounds, and a chap wasn't paying. It was in the summer, and uh, in Lee in Leon C where I live, is some cockle sheds, and he had a contract to take away all the ones that they couldn't use. And he dropped that on his driveway, and the smell was so horrendous that the bloke paid within about an hour. 
he was phoning up begging Crikey. to take the skip away. But that, that's but that's a bit more extreme. But no, I mean, we have had to go to things like debt collection agencies ourselves. But of course, there in, there in itself, you have to pay them the money up front for them to do the work. So you then you're even further behind on your money because you know you have to shell out a lot of money before you can even get them to start the proceedings of getting your money back. So that's frustrating as well. Yeah. You well, know, what about so, you, Martin? Is, is, do you go straight to the debt collector route, or is, is there another thing you do before? Well, we hound them, like Darren said. Um, but what they tend to do is they don't expect you to turn up at their office, do they? Asking for money. So we've done that a few times. Um, most of our customers are really good payers. So I want you yeah. to, to realise there is some really good people out there, but there is some really bad ones. There is. I agree with that. Unfortunately, yeah. we we done work for a company that we didn't know too much about, and uh, they took us for some money. So it's quite it's hard, isn't it? It's hard to to suss someone out, really. Yeah. And do you, do you get deposits from people? Do you get like fifty percent up front or anything like that? Or do you? Do you yeah. is your, what are your terms on your invoice? Does it pay straight away? Well, ours is now fourteen days, and. If you don't pay within 14 days, it don't come. It stays on your house and we take the boards off so you can't use it. Oh, I see. Yeah, you've got that little thing you can you yeah. can hold them to. What about, what about you, Darren? What, what, what's your terms on your invoices? You, is it straight away or is it, I know well, you sometimes you've the, got to wait 90 days, you said. The, the problem with the contract works is none of them will give you money up front. Um, the problem is the people that we'll deal with, um, like we do a lot of uh, like glazing and things like that as well, like contractual glazing, is they won't deal with you unless you buy every pay for everything pro forma up front. So your cash flow becomes so bad because obviously you're paying all that out, they won't give you a deposit, and then you're waiting up to 90 days for your money, and it makes it very hard to try and keep trading because you, you're sort of like your bank, your bank flow is uh, uh, limited to say the least when you're spending out so much money. But when we do a private customer, it's always a 30% deposit with cash on completion yeah. you know um we give them a satisfaction note to make sure that everything is um as it should be and that they're happy and if they are then then it's a bank transfer because that way if they do a bank transfer they know they're safe and they're paying it into a legitimate company we're not taking cash we don't take cash it's all bank transfers or even sometimes a check depending if you're a bit elderly but um there's yeah. any way to do it the trust has gone the trust has gone out the window now with people especially in the past year it really yeah. has Yes, yeah, so we're, we're living in some funny times, aren't we? I mean, I, I've, um, I've had, I mainly do private stuff, so I don't use contracts, but I've had a couple of interesting ones with a, with a builder that still owes me money now for six months later. Um, and I, I use a company called thomashiggins.com, and everyone's watching. If, you, if you're struggling to get some money from mainly uh, private um, customers, thomashiggins.com will send, there are solicitors, and they will send like quite a scary letter. For, for, it costs about 10 quid, and 95% of the time it works, they get this, this horrible letter saying we're taking you to court and, and they will pay it. But it is horrible to go down there. So let us know if you've had any trouble, if you're watching this, if you've had any trouble with customers, or you've got any little um, tricks or tips. I, I met a plumber last week that um, he said that he didn't get paid on a job for months. So he got someone to go and fill up a stop 
Starcock. It's outside Stopcock with fast setting concrete. And uh, he drove past <laughs> the next day in the, the water board. He had to pay the water board £4,000. So um, don't, don't advise that, but that, that is something Fantastic. you do. We've got three comments. Yeah, it's a good time. We've got three comments. Our first one is from Adam. Hey, uh, Adam, I look like you hurt your face there, mate. Um, he's watching from Somerset, the good, uh, the good uh, the homeland of Somerset. Hello, buddy. I hope you've got that sorted out on your face there. And um, then we've got Vinny. What taxing in January? Yeah, Vinny's on the old uh, cash by the looks of it. But um, yeah, 31st of January, always the scariest time for us uh, tradespeople, unless you're very well in advance and you've got your books done already. And then um, our third comment is from Joseph. Hello, Joseph. Baseball bat always gets them to pay in Michigan. <laughs> yeah, we, we need you a real Joseph. We need to uh, go around to some of our customers. And I'll uh, hire you as well. Yeah, <laughs> and if you if you are putting comments in like those uh, guys did, and even if you're from Michigan, um, at the end we will choose uh, uh, someone at random who's commented. It's not anyone you can be. Um, you come in and on the tools, little jumper there, which is uh, very nice. So just check your comments in, and um, let us know if you have So we've got we've got that done. We've got our customers. I do customers. Um, I know some a lot of us, all of us have had problems with customers in the past. But what happens if you break your leg? If you fall off a ladder? If you injure yourself? If you've had to have time off for another family member, like I've just had, um, what happens to your work and your money then? And I don't know you've got a story about this, Darren. Could something affect you like that? Tell us your story on that. Yeah, well, I bought um, a set of telescopic ladders uh, last October. And I was just climbing up the top of them and they snapped. And I come down and uh, severely broke my leg. Air ambulance was called, that sort of thing. I was off work for four months. Uh, took, took a long while oh, to heal. And uh, I had no thing, to be honest with you, being cocky. Oh, I'm never going to have an accident. I don't need um, insurance or anything like that. And uh, four months out without any cash coming in. I had uh, a few few thousand in savings, but not a lot. And when that went, um, it was very difficult. I just got a car loan in the September. I hadn't made the first payment and I'd already broken my leg and I was not working. Uh, it made things extremely hard. And to be honest with you, that was last, that's just over a year ago now, like 13 months ago. And I'm probably just getting back on track with catching up with all my bills now. Uh, one thing I did do, which I'd advise anybody to do if they did, is get in touch with all the relevant people that you owe money to, like, you know, all the your mortgage company, uh, uh, utility bills, that sort of thing. Let them know what your situation is. And every single one of them bent over backwards to help me. I was quite shocked. Uh, they all oh, deferred right, payments for me for quite a while. Because um, I was completely honest. I phoned them up. I wasn't... Um, giving him any spiel, I was just being honest and said, look, I'm off work for four months on crutches. Uh, I'm willing to pay, but I'll be honest with you, I've got my money coming in up. And I did get in touch with um, the government, uh, Universal Credit, but um, I never heard a thing back from them. It's four good forms out and I never heard a thing. So it was, it was a bad time. But so, so it's one of these, these, one of these ladders that um, they go down together like a, like an accordion type That's thing. It. Yeah, and it, that's it. And you stretched them out. And so you were at the top and of that, and the whole thing snapped. It snapped just snapped. Half. Just like I've, I've come crashing down, and um, they're snapped in half, and uh, come crashing down. And uh, as they say, the rest is history. Um, loads of uh, loads of mind-bending drugs to put my leg facing the right way because it was snapped out the wrong way. And um, so I'm, I'm, I'm fine now, absolutely fine. But it was a good four months before I was back walking again and back then I was going to go back out on the site, so to speak. Uh, so it was the, quite a bad time sitting at home all day long with a wife. 
<laughs> were, the, were the ladders faulty? Were they? Um, was it a problem with the ladders? Could you do anything against the ladder company? Or you just um, kind of do that's something I'm still now. That's that's something I'm still pursuing at this moment, actually. So um, hopefully, yes. But I but I must admit they were. Um, a maximum of 110 kilos, and I was 115, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it. I you had your wallet in your pocket. <laughs> That's what it is. I had my wallet in my left, left hand side. That's what it is. <laughs> now, my missus says to have you, Mark, have you, um, Mark, have, you, have you ever been forced off of work for a certain amount of time where you can't earn any money? Anything happens? Any accidents like that? Yeah, a long time ago, I come back from Australia traveling and I uh, played football and snapped my leg, and I was off for like it was the best part of like. 12 months but i was quite fortunate because i was on the cards and i i was getting sick pay um and then i gradually went back two days a week just on the rope and wheel so i was quite fortunate to have a bit of an income not great but it was all right but i'd advise anyone to try and have a little bit of money to, to weigh if possible just in case is there, um, is, do you know of any insurance schemes? Is there an insurance scheme that you can take out the, in case you? I know you can get critical illness and so. Is there is there a self-employed tradesman insurance? I don't know. Have you heard anything like that? I have taken I have taken one out now actually. Okay, um, so it's tell us about that because I, I don't thirty five pound. Uh, thirty five pound a month. I can put more in if I want. Um, but what it does, it covers me up to uh, up to five thousand pound for any injury. And um, I get £150 a week for a period of 12, oh. uh, 12 weeks, and then they review it after that. So that's not too bad, really. And uh, as soon as I did that, the very next day, I, I took it out. I think it's a no-brainer, really, what, just in case anything happens. What, what's, um, what can you claim for? What, what can you claim for? What, is, is it got a break, or can it be you know anything to take you off of work? Uh, it's, it's nothing that if, if you've got like a recurrent injury. I, I had to have a, um, a medical. Um, so if you've got anything, not say maybe a concurrent injury like a sciatica or something like that, they won't cover for things like that. It's purely and simply if you have a, a, an accident or if you have any sort of serious illness which isn't already brought up before when you have your your, your, um, your examination. But it covers me if I fall off a ladder again because that's something that you can always do or if you fall through a roof or cut your fingers, that sort of thing. And uh, it's an instant payout of £5,000 within seven days and then £150 a week after that. So it's not a bad pint. It's not a bad one to go for, really. Yeah. Well, how did you find that? What, did you know what the name of the company is? If anyone watching? Uh, I don't at the moment, but uh, what I can do is um, I can go into a phone and get it out, but it's in my phone. But I'm what I did, I no, set it up. Just put it in the comments. I put it in the comments. Yeah, put it in the comments. Certainly. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So you haven't got anything like that, Martin, insurance scheme, just in case you, okay, you've got guys, well, I suppose, or you can... Well, they've all got, if they're subbies, they've got their own um, public liability insurance as well. So, but we, we'd advise them to get something like that. If once you give us that name, I would definitely pass it on to them because it's worth having just in case, isn't it? 
Yeah, he just don't know, do you? Um, we've got some comments on this. We've got, some, we've got three, three comments. Uh, first one's from David. Hello, David. Um, these ladders are a nightmare. I guess he's talking about the accordion ones there. Um, although they're, they're very tempted to use, yeah, because they pack away so small. Uh, as you mentioned, check the rating. Don't buy cheap. So uh, there must be a rating on a, a weight rating, I suppose. But um, why did you buy them, Darren? Is it something to put in your van? Or is, what was the benefits of having this? I was getting fed up, was getting fed up with driving around in my van and keeping my head butting the ladders as I got in because I was tied to the inside of the van. And every time I get in the van, I hear his head butting the ladders, um, <laughs> which would be a better thing to do than coming off of them. But So what I did, I took them out and, and see these ladders for sale in, uh, near where I live. And it's, it's a bit my fault because it was two for a hundred pounds. So if they were cheap. And um, they, they Constantine are down to nothing. You can put them in the side of the van. They don't take up no room. And uh, so it is my own fault, I think, because I, I did go cheap. But I'd never use one ever again. Never. No. I'd, 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 or I anybody, wondered, never go on one. I wondered if some sites that you work on, they would actually be allowed. I don't know if, I don't know if they're recognised as a proper safe tool or whether they're so. just, you know, so, no, they don't, they don't yeah, look like they, they, so. they would be. Yeah, so always check the rating. Um, our next comment is from Dave. Hello, Dave. Um, I've been to Pilates. Yeah, my wife says that's amazing, apparently, and have a physio for the last eight years. I'm a roofer in the latter end of my 50s and has extended my career. So that's there's some brilliant uh, information from Dave there. He's, he's telling us to go and do Pilates, which is, I think, um, correct me if I'm wrong, is stretching and things like that. Ever done any Pilates, Mark? <laughs> no, nah, I'm not, not very <laughs> flexible for all that sort of stuff. <laughs> I think we could all, we could all, we have to start somewhere. Um, but that's, that, thank you for that, Dave. That's some good advice. And then uh, our third comment is from Neil. Hello, Neil. Um, he's received his On The Tools top. Cheers. Needed it. It's cold. So if you want your chance of winning a On The Tools top, do um, put the comment in and we'll just pick it at random at the end and uh, we'll send that over to you. So so you're, you're okay, Darren. I, so you had four months off. So I guess that was uh, pretty scary times. How did, how did you manage not earning for four months? Uh, it was very difficult because my other half, who, um, how can I put this without offending her, she likes to spend money. Um, she doesn't work. It was very hard. We spent a lot of time together and, and found out that we're more compatible than what we thought because what I did is I was just did as my told and um, I was okay because uh, I, I was sitting on a set every day with remote control in my hand. It was, it was our time. It was a hard time because uh, we found out that we were getting on each other's nerves and money was tight and... Um, yeah, to sort of like uh, tri trim our uh, bills in, to say the least, and uh, sort of like tighten our belts a little bit. But it wasn't an easy time because the first couple of weeks it was okay, first couple of months it was okay, and then the savings went. And um, after that, it, it started getting hard because uh, the bills were still coming in. But what I did on the end of the end of the third month, I did go into work occasionally and was working on, on a refurb job in uh, in the city. And I was going up and down the stairs on my bum and doing painting, sitting on the floor painting skirting boards, just anything to get out of the house really. Not earning much money, but it was just at least I was getting back out on site and felt like I was doing something. Because it drives you insane sitting at home every day, not having yeah. the money coming in. But so, so say someone's broke broken their leg yesterday. They're, they're sat in hospital with their iPad, watching this. Darren, what, what, what would you be advice to someone who's stuck at home now, who, who can't work, or someone's worried about being stuck at home? Um, stay strong and believe that it will it will get better. But you've just got to give yourself time to recover because the worst thing is if you go back too early, you're going to put yourself back. Because I did that and I did put myself back a little bit. But it's just the fact that, you know, it is a blip in the, 
in your life and it's not going to last forever and you just sort of say strong and you think to yourself that you will be better again and it you know you'll be back to earning before too long as long as it's not uh, too bad an injury obviously but for me it was a case of um what, what kept me sane i think was um i had a lot of paperwork to do because um there's always paperwork to do and that sort of kept my, my brain ticking so to speak because otherwise i think i would have turned into a, a, a mush i would, I would have been a vegetable or something it would have driven me nuts but, but, you, but um, you, you mentioned um, you, you phoned qu- quite a few people that, that helped you. So if someone was at home stressing about paying the bills, what, what, what should they do? Definitely get on to, let's say, like your mortgage company, get on to them straight away. Explain your situation about how you've had an unfortunate accident and your only potential has been uh, dramatically limited. They're very, I found they are very helpful, everybody, even down to the council tax people. I phoned them up, told them. And um, even in my local borough council, they, they were so helpful and deferred payments for me and all sorts of things. Uh, everybody was helpful. I can't, I can't really fault anyone at all. And that's I just found that honesty was the best policy. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you, you sort of get the impression that everybody's always after our money, but you found out the, the hard way that you can ring up and uh, that people are quite helpful. So that's that's really nice. Were, yeah. We've got a couple of comments. We've got a couple of comments before we move on to our next part in the old money. Is Aaron, hello, Aaron. Um, did you hear about the builder that got sacked because he put ducks in a cement mixer and it caused quacks in the pavement? That's absolutely <laughs> terrible. <laughs> We, we ban him straight away from the page. Thank you very much for that, Aaron. And uh, one more comment is from Chad Pilates. Is that a new, new type of burger? Maybe from uh, Burger King, you never know. So, uh, Martin, um, we, you look the youngest out of the three of us, I reckon. Um, you haven't got any grey hair like we've... Uh, yeah, I mean, I've uh, had it all shaved off. <laughs> so, so um, I'm, I'm sort of I'm 43, I'm 44 in a few months, and uh, people start talking to me about pensions and things like that in, in retirement. Have you are you on top of that sort of stuff, or do you do you live for the day? I, I've not got a pension, but since setting up the company, we've we've invested into like a nest pension scheme, which we advise all our lads to do. Um, but obviously, by the time we come to retire. There ain't going to be um, a state pension, is there? So it's it's going to be quite tough later on. So that's I always try and advise my lads to try and save a bit of money if you can. But we're all weekend millionaires, aren't we? And we live life like like just going out of fashion. So it's um, it's difficult to save, I think, for certain people. There's not there's not going to be a state pension, you don't think, at retirement age. Well, I'm only 20, so another 60 years or so, mate. It's uh, going to take a while. <laughs> oh, I thought you were 18. <laughs> so, so, you, so you've got a company pension scheme. I guess most people, employees, say they have to, by law, I think they have to pay into a pay. Right, so yeah. what, what, what age do you envisage you're going to retire? And how would you do it? In me? I don't think I'll ever yeah. retire. I love the, no. love the job too much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even when you're in your seventies. What, what about you, Darren? You got you got a pension stuff sorted out, or you got any retirement plans? I've, I've got a private pension that I took out in my early twenties. Um, I haven't paid into it for a few years, probably five or six years. Uh, but there's something that I'll definitely all start doing again once I get a bit more money in front of me, so to speak. Um, but I can't see me ever retiring either, to be fair, because it's not a massive pension pot, and. Uh, 
as I say, my other half thinks I'm a millionaire, so I think I'll have to work until I drop to keep her, you know, in the, <laughs> in the, the uh, ways that she's accustomed to. Yeah, it's um, yeah, I, I've got a pension. Uh, you've got one that you stopped paying into. I didn't realize you could do that. Actually. I didn't realize you could pause and, and start paying in. And Martin's only just started looking. And I, we did a focus group here um, a few weeks ago, and I have 10. 10 tradespeople, only 40% of them had a pension. Most of us haven't got a pension because I think us living in a trade, we sort of live for the day a little bit. We think we're always going to be, we always think we're sort of fit and able and we're going to carry on working until we're like 80 years old. But um, yeah. I, think, I think we start seeing people getting old and uh, I think we need to start thinking about it a little bit. Um, what about you, uh, Darren, we're running your, your business. Is, have you got much on, do you do your accounting on, on a software system? Or do, you, do, you, do you invoice using a software system or is or do you just do it I do actually. I have got. No, I have got a soft. I've got a software system. I use something called BuildU, and it's. I think it's printed sixty-seven pound a year, um, and it's it sorts all my invoices out for me. It lays everything out as as I want it. Uh, I've got a generic uh, all the generic company logos that I've loaded up to it and everything. It does all the estimating for me, uh, and I can just send all that into my accountant at the end of every year, and it's, it's brilliant. It just does everything for me. It's called it's called Build You. I haven't heard of that. You, is that B I L L E T? It's B I L D U D U, and it's a it's a brilliant app. And um, I've got it set up on my mobile phone. So if I'm out and about and I want to do an invoice or something, I can type it off an email it straight away. Or I can do it on my laptop, and uh, it's brilliant. It's about 67, 67 70 pound a year, um, so you can put that against your tax anyway. And it just does it, it lays everything out for you. It's it's brilliant, and it's such a cheap um, cheap app. But it, it, it does everything that's I need. Cheap, yeah. That's, that's better than my one. Yeah, that's yeah good, it does it? everything. Yeah, I mean, the one I have got is when we do the VAT. That's the one that the, uh, the QuickBooks that drives me insane. I want to, I want to smash my, my computer screen every month when I do the VAT. I just want to smash it to pieces. But that's another yeah. story. <laughs> but 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 the, but the build you that does the um, that does it that does quotations and invoicing and what it takes the payments as well. Uh, yes, you, you can set up so you can you can set PayPal up on it if you want, or if you, you put your bank details onto it, and it will automatically come straight through. It's, it's such a brilliant app for so cheap, and um, I've yeah, been using it for about two years, and um, I think it's great. Brilliant. What about you, Mark? Do you use any software for anything at all? Yeah, we use Zero, uh, but it's it's long-winded and it's quite difficult to use for me personally because I'm not very good on the computer and that sort of stuff. But um, the lady in the office is, she swears by it. Says it's decent to you. So, but it's a, yeah. it's quite expensive, I guess, like thirty odd pound a month. Um, yeah. But yeah. we're we're always looking to to try something different. Or, but if you with yours, if you have to use it coincide with QuickBooks, uh, I know zero. We can do it all in one, like the VAT returns and everything. So I don't know. If that's beneficial. For yeah, us. This, this, the build you doesn't do the VAT as well, so that's why I have to use QuickBooks for that, which drives me ah, insane. But for the rest of it, it's brilliant. I'm going to say it's seven yeah. a year. Have a look. Best advice I've yeah, ever given get an accountant, always get an accountant. <laughs> they can answer all these, these questions for you. Um, thank you very much, chaps, for joining us. Um, there's some brilliant information in there for anybody who's struggling at the moment or they're worried about money or pensions and stuff. It's been really helpful. Thank you so much, Darren. You could get back to walking around the thing now. Thank you. Nice talking to you. Yeah, I'm glad, you, glad your legs better. Don't get any of this extendable ladders. Thank you very much. Uh, cheers, Martin. Take care. Thanks Definitely. for joining me. <laughs>
Thank you. Cheers, Mark. Thanks for all the best. Thank Cheers, Mark. So um, we're going we're gonna to do our hoodie giveaway now. Oh, it's not a hoodie. This one has got a hood on. This is a, it's a sweatshirt, which we're, we're told reliably that um, you prefer these. So um, the winner of this week's sweatshirt is... David Howell. Well done, David. Um, all you got to do, mate, is just send us your details to the page in, in Messenger. Just send us the size that you want and the address to send to, and we will get that out to you straight away. Thank you very much for joining us. We hope to see you next time. Next time, I think we're going to be at Juice and Live. So um, we will be there at Juice and with a, with a live audience. So that one will be to look forward to. We'll see you then. Cheerio. Bye.